You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. I love, love, love hearing all the boxing references at the beginning of Barton Hahn as I cover boxing among many things for ESPN. Alongside Amber Wilson, I'm Michael Ross, and this is Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. Barton Hahn, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are also brought to you by Peacock, presenting the new original limited series, The Best Man, the final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure, streaming now only on Peacock. And we're going to go out to the phones now. We're going to bring in a guy. Well, he knows how to win the game maybe better than anybody. That is our ESPN NFL analyst, Herm Edwards. Herm, I feel like I spoke to you last night. We're talking again today. Thank you so much for taking some time with us. And I want to get started here. Big news, J.J. Watt retiring at the end of this season. What's the memory that sticks out the most to you about J.J.? Well, I think, you know, there's certain players that, that, that have a uniqueness about how they play. And I think early in his career, uh, you could tell he was going to be a special player. And it turns out to be that's exactly what he became. And, you know, he's one of those players you always say on the defensive side of it, he can wreck the game um, because of the way he plays, his energy, his passion for the game, his ability to, to uh, maneuver away from blocks, to get off blocks and to make plays. And it wasn't just being a sack guy, but just game-changing plays. And I think that's the uniqueness of the great players. They can change the course of the game uh, with how they play in big moments of the game. All of a sudden, when you need a play, you know, you always think receivers make plays, DBs make plays, the quarterback makes plays, the running backs. But when the defensive lineman can make plays and change the game, um, he becomes a unique player. He was very special that way. Certainly a very special player, three-time defensive player of the year, one of only three players in NFL history to win that. The 2017 Walter Payton Award winner. I mean, it goes on and on, it goes on, and on there, Herm, with the Pro Bowls and the All-Pros. He's done everything. Yeah. First ballot, right, don't you think, in terms of the Hall of Fame? Absolutely, and I think maybe the thing that you really witnessed um, when we watched him this week is, is his son. You know, he has a, a child and, you can just tell the joy he had in his eyes. You know, it's it's, it's an amazing deal when you become a father. It, it just really, it really is. We're talking ESPN NFL analyst Herm Edwards here on Bart and Han, alongside Amber Wilson. I'm Michael Rothstein. Uh, we'll move away from JJ Watt here and talk with I think what right now is the biggest issue in the NFL, and that is Tua Tagovailoa, and mm. that he is in concussion protocol. Herm, yeah. obviously, head coaches get taken out of this, right? But you're a former NFL head coach. How, If you were in Mike McDaniel's shoes right now, how would you handle the Tua situation? I, you know, obviously you have to protect the players from themselves. And, and I say this as a, as, a, as a former player, all right? And, and I can go back to the era when I played, and there was no such thing as concussion protocol, right? It was, can you count to three? And if you counted to two, you were okay. Uh, the league has, I thought, come a long way since then. And it still goes back 
uh, to the doctors. Uh, you know, they make the, the first call. Uh, the coach is involved in that. But the coach has to have an awareness, you know, of players. But players want to play. And you got to protect them from themselves at times. And, and, you know, you see certain things about a player, and it doesn't matter if you're in a playoff hunt, doesn't matter if you're, uh, you're not going to the playoffs. It's all about player safety. And when you think about Tua, yeah, this thing is, 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 is a, little, a little bit deep uh, when you think about his career, even his college career. He's missed a lot of games. If you go back and just chart the history, and I'm not saying they're all concussion, but due to some injuries. And so, you know, this kid wants to play. Um, you know, he, he didn't play that many games in college when you think about it, right? Um, and now all of a sudden, this is the second time. Some people say it could be the third time. You just have to be very cautious. And, you know, it's kind of unique or uh, ironic, not unique, but I think there's been at least 12 quarterbacks this season that have missed time. Uh, that, that, that's not good. That, that, that's, not, that, that's not a good, a good number, right? And so I think as, as we continue to play this great game of football, uh, we have all these rules protecting the quarterback. But all of a sudden, a lot of quarterbacks are missing. Every time we turn around, another quarterback's out. Right? Some, some teams are playing with their third quarterback. So I just think they're going to have to reevaluate it, um, uh, the way we're trying to protect the quarterback, and, and see uh, where that goes. ESPN NFL analyst Herm Edwards joining us here on Barton Hahn. Uh, Herm, you're absolutely right. I mean, they do everything to protect these guys, to keep them out there on that field, and sometimes it's a losing effort. Zach Wilson, one of those quarterbacks who missed a bunch of games at the beginning of the season because of injury, now missing games for a very different reason. Mike White is healthy. The Jets are going to roll with Mike White, it appears, the rest of the season here down the stretch as they try to make a postseason. What do you make of the future of Zach Wilson in New York? Well, I know you have an opinion about it. I do. That's true, Herm, but we want yours. But I do, Coach. You know I do. I know you do, and it's okay. And I think everyone has an opinion about it. And, and that's what makes sports so great, that, that everyone has a voice. Uh, but really, the, the voices that matter, it, it's not us. It's going to be the head coach, the GM, and the ownership. And I think at the end of the year, you're going to have to reevaluate this and say, okay, where do we go with this? Uh, do we continue to let him compete to be a starting quarterback? Uh, do we move on? And if we move on, um, who is our quarterback? Is it Mike White? I, I don't know if that's going to solve anything. Um, but, you know, they know better than I. They're in the building every day. Uh, it, it's, been a, it's been a hard watch. You know, I've, I've, I've coached that team, and I understand um, uh, what it takes to, to play or coach in New York. And I think the first thing, and I mentioned this yesterday on someone's show, when you select a quarterback, and he's going to play in New York, uh, beside the talent part, you better understand something about the guy that plays that position. You better be a tough-minded guy. Because there's a lot going to be put on your plate besides just playing the position. The next probably important thing is dealing with the folks that watch you play, how you handle that. That permeates in the locker room. Players watch that. They see that. How do you handle your mannerisms on the sideline? We can say all sidelines are created equal or not. When you're up there, it's different. Trust me. I, I wore that baseball hat and stood on that sideline. I, I get it. Loved it. Just loved it. But you got to have a tough-minded guy 
especially as it plays quarterback, to play in New York. We're talking ESPN NFL analyst Herm Edwards, who just referenced former coach of the New York Jets. And Herm, since we're talking about the Jets situation, by the way, that was you and I having that conversation about 12 hours ago. I want to get, I want to ask this because you've Mm -hmm. seen quarterbacks around the league. What quarterback do you think would be able to handle that situation as it's currently constructed in New York? That might be available. Well, yeah, but that's, you know, who's available. I mean, that's, that, that's the next question. You know, and, and you got to look at a couple ways. You have a defense, and we talked about this, Abe. you have a defense that's playoff ready. Now, you, you have some skilled players on offense. Um, you, you feel comfortable with that. You just got to get somebody to drive the car. And, 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 you know, what kind of car you want to drive? You know, and then that's, that's the case with the quarterback. What are you at, at on offense? What do you want to become? You know, what, what do you think you want to become? And that, those are discussions you're going to have to have. And then as you go out and look for a quarterback, is it a, like you say, is it a veteran guy? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it, I, I don't know. Who, who is it? I, I don't know that. Um, I think uh, Coach and, and the GM will have to make that decision to decide to go in that direction. So the Jets still have a lot of questions at that quarterback position. The Los Angeles Chargers do not, and they have clinched a playoff spot. What are your expectations for Justin Herbert as we enter this postseason? Well, uh, look, we know he's very talented. Here's another guy picked in the first round. I watched him in college, competed against him in college, now at Arizona State. Um, and, and you can see he's coming along at, at the right clip. A very powerful arm, can extend plays with his legs, Um I look at the Chargers and, and go, you know, they've got some talent on defense. Um, they've got some really talented players on offense, especially when they're healthy. That wide receiver core and the running back uh, are, are dangerous combination. But when you watch them, even last night, um, they don't run the ball consistently enough for me. They just don't. And when you can't run the ball, that's never a good thing. When you rely so much on the quarterback, that becomes a problem. And I just think they need to have a little bit more balance running the football. I mean, flat running the football, not throwing it out. In the, look, Eckler's caught 97 passes, and they're saying, well, that's the extension of the run. No, it's not. It's a pass. You run in between the tackles. That's what I'm talking about. Run the ball. Run in between the tackles. Let your offensive line come off and hit somebody. You know, so I think if they can do that, they're not going to change, though. They're not going to change between now and playoff competition. I, you know, I think they can give give somebody a tough time, but at the end, I don't know if they, they get through the gauntlet of it all because they're really a, a, a one-handed offense. They want to throw it a lot. We're talking ESPN NFL analyst Herm Edwards, and one more question before we let you go. There obviously was big news yesterday, Nathaniel Hackett out in Denver. Yeah. You look at that Broncos job. As a former head coach yourself, how appealing is that job? Well, look, there's only 32 of them. First of all, in the whole world. And you can say what you want. You can say, well, no, I want to, you know, and, and, and certain coaches might have a pick at the litter, but look, when you have an opportunity to be a head coach in the National Football League, it's an honor. It really is because there's only 32 of them. And I say that as a former player and, and a coach that's been in that league over 35 years. And, you know, to, to, to have one of those jobs, uh, it, they're hard to get. Now, with that being said, uh, yeah, look, the Denver Broncos, when you look at, look at them, they have ownership that will spend money. Uh, they've got a great fan base. They've had some, some really good tradition there. 
you have a situation similar to the Jets, right? You have a defense that basically wore down. Top five defense, no doubt about it. Now what you have to do is figure out a way, because Russell Wilson's not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. He's the quarterback for the next two years for sure. How do you build the offense around Russell Wilson? And who are you going to bring in to do that? And Russell Wilson needs to have some ownership on this too now. It's, not, you know, it's easy to fire a coach and say get another head coach, you know, offensive coordinator. The players play eventually. And Russell Wilson played long enough in his league. He's got to own up to some of this. It's not all on just the coach. So I think that's got to be the conversation of, with the head coach or the coach you're going to interview. If I was interviewing there, the first thing I would do, I want to have a conversation with Russell Wilson and see where his mind's at because he's got to clean up some things. Herm, listen, I am I'm with you there 100%, and I think – you and I are going to be talking about this a lot over the next, uh, what, month or so? <laughs> Between that and the jet, <laughs> with your cohort there, we can have a lot of conversations every other day, right? They keep us busy. <laughs> That's for sure. Herb, a pleasure as always. Happy New Year, my man. God bless you both. Thank you. That was Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. Coming up, we'll dive deeper into the Broncos situation. One of 32 NFL jobs. How desirable is it really? But that comes after Amber tells you a little bit about O'Reilly. A weak battery could leave you stranded, so don't take a chance. O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge. If your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find the exact battery that fits your car and your budget. Make sure your vehicle is ready for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. So yeah, listen, we're sitting there. It's Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. Alongside Amber Wilson, I'm Michael Rothstein. We're filling in for Barton Hahn today on this last week of the 2022 year. By the way, once the new year starts, our buddies Fitz and Harry are going to be taking over this spot from 12 to 3 every day. But until then, we are here. We are here. And Barton Hahn will be on, on local New York, but you can find them on the ESPN app as well. You'll be exactly. able to find them. They are not podcast. going too far. They're not going anywhere. You can tune into it all. Also, Joe and Amber, seven and nine. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, you, I was gonna, I was right gonna next. say that, but you, you week. beat me to it, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, all of those radio jobs, very attractive radio jobs, Amber. But this Denver Broncos job in the NFL, this might be the like late night overnight of radio. Right now, it's the, jo- the beginner job, the yeah. job that, that you're like, OK, I need to learn a little bit here, except for the fact that it's an NFL team. So you're learning very, very publicly. This is like the working in Peoria, Illinois of NFL jobs right now. I think. Well, I don't know if it is, because to Herm Edwards point, it is still an NFL head coaching job. Right. And honestly, I think that there's far worse ones that might become available too in the off season. I don't think it's the worst of them because at least here you have Russell Wilson, a quarterback that has looked atrocious this season. I get it in just about every category, but at least you can look at Russell Wilson and say, I have seen it from him before, right? We haven't seen it from everybody before by any means across the league. I would rather, I think, have the guy where I know that at least... For a long time there in Seattle, he looked great playing in the league. I have seen greatness from Russell Wilson before. I have not seen greatness from these guys that are upcoming 
in the draft, frankly, at the league level. And because of that, you're taking a gamble if you're of any of these organizations that are still looking for an answer at quarterback. Now, we can kind of go through some of these organizations that I'm not sure are necessarily more attractive than Denver. And I'm not one who's been incredibly high on the Broncos since the get. When they were bringing in Russell Wilson, I didn't really understand the whole idea that they were just a quarterback away. I thought that there was problems on that roster beyond just that quarterback position. But it's still a decent roster overall, right, Michael? And if you consider the fact that if you're looking at like an Indianapolis Colts job, that might come open. Do you want to deal with that situation at quarterback where they're still going to be searching for an answer at that position? Or even like a Washington Commanders, where yes, that defense has come along and they've been clicking. And I don't actually think that job's going to be open, but there's teams like that that are still searching for their answer at quarterback that might become available, and yet at least with the Denver Broncos, if you're looking at it as a future NFL head coach, you could look at that situation and go, well, I know who's under center, and I feel like I can work with that, right? Like, I feel like I can get out of him what Pete Carroll was able to get out of him in Seattle. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying that, Amber. I, I think it's the exact opposite. I think you look at Russell Wilson, and if you take that job, you have to know if Russell Wilson's done, if Russell Wilson just doesn't have it anymore, you're done. Your head coaching career will end when they get rid of Russell Wilson as well. That's just the reality of the situation. So you have to have ultimate faith in Russell Wilson if you really take that job, if you have options. As Herm said, there are only 32 of these, right? But that you're not moving on from Russell Wilson. It's why I think this and Arizona potentially, if Arizona opens, are the two hardest jobs to fill because you have quarterbacks that have clear questions and flaws. And to me, I would rather be in a situation where I can get out of that. Because it's not like you're taking over a situation where, let's just, for argument's sake, obviously no one thinks John Harbaugh is going anywhere, but let's for the Ravens. Sure, Lamar may not be there, but you can franchise tag Lamar. You know what you're getting there from a quarterback. I mean, and some people have questions about there. Lamar. Sure, but, there's, but, but my point is there's a proven level of success in that system, in that city. And in terms of Lamar, he's much younger than Russell Wilson. Like, to me, that's just what I'm saying is and maybe the I mean, Baltimore seen, wasn't the I, I best mean, I guess, yeah, because the problem with the Baltimore example is, like, I've seen Russell Wilson win a Super Bowl. You know, again, right. I've seen Russell Wilson reach the level of greatness. But that was, and we've seen that it year after year ago, after Amber. year. No, but we've seen it from Russell Wilson year after year after year. I mean, pull his 2020 season numbers. Like, it wasn't long ago that Russell Wilson was still playing at the height of Russell Wilson's game. Now, last season, he had a bit of a down season. I think we all kind of overlooked it because he's playing in Seattle. Even a down season, though by Russell Wilson standards in Seattle was still a good season by all accounts. He also was playing, though, through the thumb injury, don't forget. I think we all had these lofty expectations about what it was going to look like in a Broncos uniform, and it certainly doesn't look the same. But again, at least I've seen it, and I've seen it for years with Russell Wilson. And yes, it could be that he's that he's done. It could be that he's just fallen off a cliff here in terms of production as a quarterback in his mid-30s, which is early. We're not used to seeing it by 34 years old, but maybe it's a possibility. I think that it's even more of a gamble, though, if you're going to a place where you don't have that under center. In other words, you have to build it up because you mentioned there, yes, you're right. If his career is over, then your career is over as a head coach as well if you take that job. But that's true if you draft wrong also at that position. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. If the quarterback doesn't pan out, you're probably no longer going to have a job as a head coach. So whether we're talking about the Carolina Panthers or any of those other teams that I mentioned, I don't think that job 
uh, with the Chargers is opening up, like that would be a really attractive job. The Cowboys job, obviously, I think is a more attractive job, certainly, uh, because I believe in, in that situation with that Cowboys roster and Dak, if that job opens up, but that job may not open up. When we're talking about the jobs that we're pretty certain here are either available already or going to become available, I actually don't think Denver is last on that list. If it's not last, it's pretty close, though, because here's the thing, right? You, unless you worked with Russell Wilson before. And there are a couple guys who have done that. Dan Quinn, Daryl Bevel. Both Dan Quinn, absolute head coaching candidate this cycle. Daryl Bevel, I would give him a look at this point if I were Denver because he's had he's gone through some things. He's been the interim head coach in Detroit now. He's been the interim head coach in Jacksonville. He's took over terrible situations. He's done good things with Tua down in Miami this offseason. And honestly, he would have been a head coach already if it wasn't for one play in the Super Bowl. Right? Like one play basically cost Daryl Bevel a head coaching job. I would at least maybe inquire about it because that's somebody that Russell Wilson knows. You want to be successful here, you need to bring in somebody that Russell Wilson knows because otherwise I would not take that job if I had other options because of the fact that you just don't know whether you're going to get along with with Russell Wilson. I'm sure when Nathaniel Hackett, when they traded for Russell Wilson, he figured, yeah, we'll absolutely get along. It'll be great. My offense will fit him. It'll, but you don't know until you know. Right. And that, to me, is the biggest concern. Where These other examples, Amber, that we've talked about, you can get out of it, of something really quick. So you may not have a quarterback right now, but that's okay because you can get out of it. You're married to this guy, going back to our other segment, you're married to this guy no matter what for two-plus years. You have no outs. Yeah, you have no outs. That's true. You're not moving that contract. There's a salary cap in the sport. Nobody's taking on that contract. Anyways, I do think it's two different vantage points, though. Like, if we're talking Sean Payton, who's going to have every option in the league that becomes available, then yes, I do not think the Broncos' job is the most attractive job that's probably going to be available to him, and I would take my time with it. But to Herm Edwards' point, it's one of 32. And so there's only so many people who can be picky and choosy in that scenario if you get the opportunity to be the head coach of any NFL team it is an attractive opportunity let's be real yeah again Sean Payton in a category of his own like it depends how many options you have available to you no I I get it listen yeah someone's gonna turn down that job. job Most people, yes, most people are going to take it because they want to be an NFL head coach. And there's ego involved when you're talking about NFL head coaches because they'll be, I want to be the guy that can fix this. I want to be that guy. Well, you know what? Go talk to Detroit. Go talk to Cleveland. Go talk to Houston right now. Their, their resumes of head coaches, their litany of head coaches are all guys who said that same thing when they came in. And guess what? It did not work. So guess, I, I, I'm, I would be very skeptical if I were somebody who were going to be interviewing for that Denver Bronco job. I would need to, as Herm said, the first thing I want to do is talk to Russell Wilson to see where his head is at and if I can really work with him and if I really believe in him and buy into what he's, what he's selling right now because that's a big part of this too. Coming up, we hear from Aaron Rodgers. We hear from Robert Sala. And we hear from a guy that you probably know as the Slim Reaper or KD. In audio files. That's next here, Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Bart and Han. This is Bart and Han alongside Amber Wilson. I'm Michael Rossi filling in for Bart and Han today. Bart and Han and ESPN Radio, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. And this is Bart and Han coming to you live from the seaport. Amber Wilson, at least, is in the seaport today holding it down. And that is brought to you by Grey Goose. So where, Amber, where is where is my Grey Goose? Like I'm here. I, I don't know. That was on you. Studio at that's Seaport on you in New York you, City. I always figured when Barton Hahn talked about how they were live from Seaport, thanks to Grey Goose, that they were sipping on some goose. I don't know where my goose is. I, I think you might have had to supply your own goose today. Oh, sorry. I, it was BYOV. No goose around here. What are we doing? It's a holiday. It's BYOV. It's BYOV. Amber over at the Seaport. Come on. Oh well. Sorry. I apologize. No, next time. I'll keep it professional. Next time I'll have some shipped up to you from Atlanta where I am. So that way it's ready for you. Thank you. When when you were there. You know, I don't drink, but okay. I I can do that for you. (laughs) That is a true friend when you yourself don't drink and yet you're willing to supply others with, with drinks. Anything to make my friends and my radio partners feel good, Amber. That's that's my lot in life. That's my goal. And remember, that is why I feel like all of my exes should do better i want everyone doing well amber just remember that from earlier in the show yes we just learned saying. we learned that that was strange you can always check out the podcast if you missed anything on this show uh yeah it's a strange moment earlier in the show where i wished harm apparently on all my exes i didn't wish harm <laughs> i just said that like you never want your ex to out shoot you you know you always want them to shoot just like a little not like sure i wish you well in life i want you to be happy but like eh, i don't really want you to do better better than me per se michael uh, he's a man of the people. He wishes all of his exes yep. to outkick their coverage and outkick his coverage as well. No, absolutely. But listen, we've talked a lot today, some about that, but we've talked a lot about the Denver Broncos situation, a lot about Tua, a lot about J.J. Watts' impending retirement, but there's a lot we haven't gotten to, and that comes up in this little segment we call Audio Files. The Audio File. The Audio File. So listen. We've hit on it a little bit. The New York Jets, Zach Wilson situation. Robert Sala, the Jets head coach. He was on the Michael K show. That's on ESPN New York, 98.7 FM. And he talked a little bit about the confidence of his once again benched quarterback. 
Confidence is a big thing. You know, I think I think you would say the same thing with regards to confidence and not that he's, he's not confident in his ability, but to be able to step on a football field in this league, uh, you've got to feel like Superman at all times. And he's a young man that I think if he feels like he's wearing that cape, he's capable of doing a heck of a lot of really, a lot of really, really good things. And those are some of the things that we've got to get reconnected to because he is a heck of a talent. And he just, like most players in this league, he needs time. And we're going to do everything we can to give him the time that he needs to become the quarterback we think he can be. Well, that's a word salad, Amber. And you know what? If he's going to compare him to Superman, I, I hate to break it to Robert Sala. Zach Wilson's gotten stuck and locked in a phone booth. It was, I, that's a Superman reference that I yes. feel like I was supposed to pick up on. Uh, I'm not as well versed in the superhero universe. Uh, I think most people will tell you that Zach Wilson's not a superhero. I'm telling you the jury's still out on Zach Wilson. But what I do know is that if Robert Sala, the coach, is talking about how he needs that superhero type level of confidence, then maybe you should look in the mirror there, Sala, because how do you expect him to have that degree of confidence when all you've done is question him at quarterback? How can Zach Wilson have confidence right now. I mean, it's unbelievable to me the way that the Jets have handled this because you think that that guy is somehow supposed to maintain confidence when he's been benched, when he's been in street clothes. I mean, he wasn't just benched for Mike White. He wasn't even playing during those games. Like, Joe Flacco was the backup. What are we doing to instill confidence in Zach Wilson? You go back to him one game, it doesn't go well, and then all of a sudden he's out for the rest of the season, it appears, now that Mike White is healthy again. And you think Zach Wilson's going to walk in here next season and be confident? No. Yeah, I can't. No, I, no, to I, be I, confident, I you have to saying. build confidence in your player. It's what we saw Tua go down through in Miami. Brian Flores didn't have the confidence in him. They messed up that situation under the Flores regime. Mike McDaniel comes in. You see a whole different confidence level in Tua this season because he has a head coach who actually gave him that confidence and believes in him. You have to have somebody believe in you in order to have confidence at that position. I wouldn't blame Zach Wilson one bit for not having superhero confidence at this point. No, he probably doesn't have that superhero confidence, Amber, but the other problem with that is this. At some point, you have to do what's best for the team as well, and it was very clear Zach Wilson was not doing what was best for the team by continuing to play him on a team that, frankly, has and still does have playoff aspirations. We're going to go to another guy who his team all of a sudden suddenly has playoff aspirations again. That is Aaron Rodgers, the erstwhile Green Bay Packers quarterback, and here's what he had to say about being in that mix again. A lot has happened in our favor. All the games that need to go a certain way went a certain way. Now there's obviously much, uh, much left, but again, we're going to be, we played meaningful games in December. We won all three of those. Now we're playing meaningful games in January, and we got to win those. He's not wrong, and listen, he's got two teams that he knows pretty darn well to handle that against. they got to go play Minnesota, you beat Minnesota, then you might have a win and in situation against the Detroit Lions. And I don't think there's much more that Aaron Rodgers likes to do, maybe other than annoy Chicago Bears people, than rip the heart out of the fans and the players and the coaches and the staff of the Detroit Lions. He's firmly back in this. I think he might end up in the playoffs as well. I mean, they still need a little help from their friends, right? Uh, They've gotten some help from their friends so far. It's been remarkable that they're even in this conversation, that we're even talking playoff picture with this Packers team. I still don't actually think that they're going to get in, but there's a possibility. And if there's a possibility of Aaron Rodgers being in that situation, then I would imagine there's a possibility that there'd be teams in the postseason scared of facing a Packers team that seems to be surging at the right time. No, you're absolutely right. Speaking of surging, there is one other team right now, not in football, but in the NBA, that is surging, maybe unexpectedly so. That is the Brooklyn Nets. Here's what Kevin Durant had to say about their nine straight wins. Coach showed up our roles as 
pretty much letting us know each day what, we, what he needs from us. And I think that's been the focus, you know. So it's not like, man, finally we got the noise out of our locker room and now we can play. I just think we always been locked in on, on basketball and trying to help, uh, get this thing back on track. I guess. I mean, he can say that all he wants. They've but always very, been locked in on yeah, basketball? I, I, I'm not buying it that was? one, Amber. I, I Did mean, that actually just come out of his mouth? I mean, we're talking about the, the Brooklyn Nets have always been focused on basketball. I mean, maybe KD has. I, that is certainly not an organizational thing by any means or certainly a roster thing. But but this team, I mean, Michael, they've won nine straight. They've won 13 of their last 14, uh, 18 of their last 23. Any way you cut it right now, the Brooklyn Nets actually playing very good basketball. Yeah, listen, there is no question at all that they have the talent to be one of the best teams in the East and one of the best teams in the NBA. Without question. You're starting to see that. If they can, as KD said, concentrate just on basketball, they're going to be an incredibly tough out come playoff time because that's really what matters. But I want to see Kyrie Irving be able to get through the rest of the season focused on just basketball and not causing more distractions like we've seen this year. That's a big thing. And then they've got other guys too, obviously, like Ben Simmons. Like There are questions all over the place there. But if they can focus on basketball, man, they are going to be a tough out. Barton Hahn brought to you by Fresh Pet. That's real pet food, fresh from the fridge. We're just days away from... One of my favorite events, and that's the college football playoff semifinals. You've got TCU in Michigan. You've got Ohio State in Georgia. Who's going to end up playing for the title? We'll tell you who we think next on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bart and Han. This college football playoff is set up perfectly. You have the reigning champs in Georgia. Michigan trying to redeem themselves after getting embarrassed last year. TCU, best story in all college football. And then Ohio State, they have all the weapons to go out and beat a Georgia team that's been dominant. The college football playoff. Coverage begins New Year's Eve at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. We've been talking a ton about the NFL today, but there is something else going on this weekend, something I'm very excited about, and something that a lot of people where I live in Atlanta, Georgia, are excited about, and that's the college football playoff. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. 
It's going to be some great, great college football. And if you're a fan of the NFL, you're going to want to watch that too because you're going to see future stars. This is Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on your smart speaker alongside Amber Wilson. I'm Michael Rothstein filling in today for Barton Hahn. ESPN Radio is presented, as always, by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Now, Amber, I, I know that this discussion might be hard for you because the Florida Gators are not a part of it. So I'm used I, to I'm that just, by now. I'm just, unfortunately, just saying. Don't worry. The football team I cover is so far away from any competitive nature. Syracuse, like they're so far away. So at least you have a team that you can stomach watching every week. Mm. You can't. It depends really? on what week we're talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. Season. Maybe not so much towards the end of the season, especially with these Georgia Bulldogs also in the way in the same conference. Right. And let's get into that a little bit, because on New Year's Eve, the college football playoff semifinals are right here on ESPN Radio. It starts at 3 o'clock Eastern with TCU at Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. And then it's followed by game right here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Ohio State, Georgia at the Peach Bowl. Let's start with Ohio State, Georgia, Amber. Because you've seen Georgia. I've seen Georgia perhaps maybe more than any of the other teams. Me because of where I live. You because of you watching Florida and the SEC. Do you believe that Georgia's a team that can be beaten by any of these other teams? Uh, no. Uh, I wish I did. I just have a hard time believing it. I- I've been so impressed by Georgia this season. I was so impressed, Michael, with the way that Georgia was just able to re-up, right? Like, we talked about all the starters they lost, particularly on defense coming off of last season, and yet didn't miss a beat like we saw for so many years with Alabama. Apparently, they can replicate that now with Georgia. I really thought Georgia was going to take a little bit of a step back this season, and not only does it feel like they didn't do that, it feels like they just slotted and a bunch of other five-star recruits. It worked out really well for them in terms of the def- defense and then Stetson Bennett and what they've done offensively as well. They're a juggernaut. They've been the team to me, and I know that there's been some confusion, some toggling back and forth in terms of the ranking this season, but they've just been the team to me that is the most consistent it's from the from week one of the season, right? Or week zero uh, of the season, I should say. And so I have a hard time believing that they're even going to really get pressed here by an Ohio State team that still ended up very impressive towards the second half of the season in their own right. No, here's where I actually disagree with you. I think that Ohio State's going to give them a run. I don't think Ohio State beats them. Let's be clear here, right? But I think Ohio State can give them a run. I think a lot of people, when they saw Ohio State, they saw the game against Michigan. They saw Michigan pull away toward the end, and they're like, you know what? No, this team's done. Well, they were able to back into the playoff a little bit because other teams lost. Mm Mm-hmm notably USC, but I think Ohio State's a better matchup. I think, it's a, I think it's a more intriguing matchup than USC would have. I think USC would have gotten trucked by Georgia. I think Ohio State can hang because Ohio State has the offensive talent. Marvin Harrison Jr., that's got to be a tough cover for any of Georgia's defensive backs. C.J. Stroud, one of the top quarterbacks in college football. I think that they can score with Georgia. I don't know if they can stop Georgia, but I think they can hang with them and score with them for long enough to make it interesting because we haven't seen Georgia in many tough games this year, right? Like Georgia Tech was maybe one of their most difficult games and that just seemed like it was a, hey, you know, it's a rivalry but looking ahead type game. I I think that Georgia's probably the most talented team, Amber, but I I think they're going to get pushed and I'd like to see them in a tight and tough situation. The other game that we're talking about, Michigan TCU, 
For me, this feels like it could be Michigan, and it might not be close. Uh, it might not be close. I hope it's close. TCU, I think, has been a remarkable story this season. This isn't like Cincy last season. Nobody could have predicted this coming from TCU. You're talking about Sonny Dykes, a first-year head coach. You're talking about a quarterback in Max Duggan who goes on to be one of the most efficient passers in the entire nation. That was a quarterback change. He didn't start the season as the starting quarterback of TCU. It's been a remarkable story this season. I hope people tune in for it, Michael. I hope they press. I hope they can hang. Yeah, it'll be really interesting, but I think Michigan just has too much firepower, and I'm hoping we see Michigan-Georgia. While Michigan-Ohio State would be the game to end all games in the national championship, I hope we see Michigan and Georgia in the national championship game. I think that's the matchup, frankly, that we're going to get. Yeah, uh, 100%, and it'll be great. It will be awesome. Two big schools, big fan bases. We're down to the final couple weeks in the NFL season. We'll talk about the challenges some players deal with with a current NFL player. That's next on ESPN Radio and Barton Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen and watch the guys on the ESPN app. This is the Barton Hahn Podcast.